That's a fucking Sam Square! I know! You are now listening to... running along the tarmac after jumping from the plane the emergency exit you feel you would be unable or unwilling to perform the duties listed on the safety car please ask your flight attendant to believe that i am capacitated to sit in the emergency exit exit of this but in the event of an emergency your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest way out That's right. Now is the time to open your mind. In our search for the unknown, who knows what we will find. This is Emergency Exit. I am your host, Los, and with me, as always, is Brandon, the hard hat Mitchell. Hard hat. I'm going to give you the hard hat. I'm sans hard hat right now. I don't I don't have one on. So Just Start wearing one, or just yeah. at least keep one nearby there. Just put it in the background. We'll hang it up somewhere. It's, yeah, it'll just be there somewhere. <laughs> We are streaming live again on Facebook. Hey, Facebook fans, thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 42. Today is July 10th, 2017. We are broadcasting to you from our emergency exit, floating tin can far above the world. That's right. All right. Impressive. That's not bad, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. This week on the program, summer camp is loved by many folks. The fun under the sun. The follies and the jollies mm-hmm. and the ritual human sacrifices. Whoa, I don't <laughs> That's I, don't, right. I don't remember that from camp. <laughs> Today we will visit a secret club for the rich and powerful. Mm. The playground for the well-to-do. Let's take a look at the Bohemian Grove. The Bohemian Club? The, as you say, the Bohemian Club? That's where all those rich Republicans go up and stand naked against redwood trees, right? <laughs> I've never been to the Bohemian Club, but you ought to go. It'd be good for you. Get some fresh air. That's right. Elite men's clubs are actually a relatively rare phenomenon, with perhaps fewer than 200 in the United States for a total membership of about 200,000. In Monterio, California, just north of San Francisco, among the dense and droll redwood trees, you will find the rarest elite club the 2,700-acre campground called the Bohemian Grove. And now it's belonging to a private men's art club known as the Bohemian Club. And this time each year, Bohemian Grove hosts a two-week, three-weekend encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. Wow. How about that? That's deep, man. Uh, So this is every year at the same same place? Every year at the same time. Okay. They come out to the Redwood Forest and they hang out. It's a it's a summer camp, man. Okay. Um man, that's that's just that's a lot of information Excuse there. Excuse <laughs> me. My god. Oh. Well, what's the for- first rule of Bohemian Grove? Uh you don't talk about you Bohemian Grove. You don't talk Grove, about Bohemian Grove. Uh Bohemian Grove has a secret membership 
whose ironic primary directive is to never speak with reporters. The secrecy surrounding the group has given rise to rumors of homosexuality and bizarre rituals involving Satanism, uh, Satanism and human sacrifice. Those always seem to go hand in hand, don't they? Satanism and human mm, sacrifice? Yeah, I suppose, yeah, you could say those guys go hand in hand. Why not, mm. man? Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's even speculation that the Bohemian Grove is actually an offshoot of a secret cult stretching back through history to ancient Egypt. Hmm. Egypt. Does that, uh, is, are there any ties in there with, uh, with Aleister Crowley and the OTO? I wonder. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't deep, I didn't dig that deep, I suppose. Oh, okay. Well, you could find a lot of stuff, you know, and uh, with a simple, with a simple something search of the group, you will find that its members have included numerous former U.S. presidents and various masters of industry. Hmm. If you dig deeper, you'll discover that it's actually a playground, a playground. Oh yes, that's better. Hmm. More, for an more elite fitting. cabal plotting new world order, global domination, alongside the elders of Zion, mm. Knights, Templar, Freemasons, and Illuminati. That really depends on how paranoid the riders are, though, of course. hey oh, No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> no. All right, the Grove's <laughs> motto. Well, okay, I'm reading this uh, like a report. Like I, All right, who wants to read their report? Uh, <laughs> like, ladies and gentlemen, here's my report on... Uh, uh, I've been talking to you about the Bohemian Grove. All right. All right. Well, Over the have, summer, your book report was. Well, uh, so let's see. I was going to try to get Nick on, on, on here with us, but Nick's also, uh, he's out again. Oh, man. He'll be back next week, hopefully. Okay. Check it out. All right. Well, the Grove's motto, Weaving Spiders Come Not Here, is taken from a play by Shakespeare, and it was originally intended as a warning against members discussing business at the club, naturally, right? Mm-hmm. Weaving spiders, yeah. shitting, uh, shitting. Uh, Where you sleep? Uh, shitting dogs. <laughs> Not not lay here. I don't I don't know that one. Okay, uh, how about <laughs> um, drinking alcoholics? Not drink here. Mm, not yeah, I, think, here. I not feel like come. you're getting further away. No, uh, it's close enough. Uh, warning. You get your point across. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to keep trying to go with that. I guess. Yet the Grove's <laughs> uh, guest list suggests that matters of national and even global policy are indeed discussed there. Uh, the most famous example, privately confirmed by the all-male Bohemian Grove members, or uh, bohos, as they refer oh. to themselves, and I think that's how we should start addressing them from now on. So bohos um, is the Manhattan Project, which supposedly met there when they decided to drop the A-bomb on Hiroshima. So they, they're they the ones who came up with the idea of the A-bomb? Or well, to, it was, to use it? They talked about it, though. They said, hey, how can we fuck Everybody in the world. Mm. And how and can we make some more money? Let's go ahead and bomb somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, well first keep, we got the war machine going. Well first, and then they work out the details. That's what they mean. Discuss. Well first, we got to make sure that we go to war over something. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Well, we'll have the president declare war over some fake bombing that happened uh, on a ship, <laughs> and uh, we'll take them down there. Dang, I'll tell you what. Oh, I think I know that one. I think it's Vietnam's. Yeah, that's not the. Uh, <laughs> Or the Pearl Harbor. That's uh, that's what I was trying to trying to do. Oh, there. okay. Well, yeah. I well, mean, either way, they were probably still fabricated events, or at least they were allowed to happen. I don't know. We should cover a a false flag episode. Yeah. You know, like people say that uh, oh, Pearl a Harbor is a false flag. But I mean, I think if we did that, we would have to strictly define what is a false flag. You know, because if the government knew about it, but they didn't, they didn't do anything to stop it. Could that really be a false flag? Yeah. Yeah? Hmm. All right. 
We getting some comments over there? Uh, just hearing, uh, just seeing if there's anybody there. Don't have to mention it. What the fuck's your problem? Former <laughs> guest speakers at the Grove from the former White House alone include Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, hey, Rummy, <laughs> George W. himself. <laughs> In years past, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, Harry Kissinger, and Richard Nixon are all known to have attended the festivities. The Federal Reserve, for instance, has been run by a Bohemian Grove, excuse me, a Boho member mm. since its inception in 1913. So you're telling me the people that make the money are here and they're all buddy-buddy with people who make the policies on how to give the money and how to spend the money. They're all Well, you really see it's just all a club up. for these rich people to hang out. You yeah, know? But it's you an can't. elite club that takes uh, also membership is very hard to get. Uh, I think I'll talk about that in a little bit there. Oh, okay. But how did it all get started? You're probably asking yourself. I am. I am. Ask yourself that. How did self? How did all this get started? <laughs> well, the tradition of a summer encampment was established six years ago after the Bohemian Club was formed in 1872. Henry Harry Edwards. <laughs> Henry Harry Edwards. <laughs> what kind of facial hair did he have? He was well. He's called Harry. Okay. Maybe that's because his name is Henry. But we got to imagine he's got a beard. I would imagine. You called so. Harry. Well, there is a Harry. I can think of one Harry that doesn't have a beard. I can think of one. Yeah. Well, anyways, Harry, Henry Harry Edwards, we'll just call him Harry Edwards, <laughs> is a stage actor and founding member. Uh, he announced that he was re uh, relocating to New York City to further his career. On June 29th, 1878, man, that was a long time ago, somewhat <laughs> fewer than 100 Bohemians gathered in Bohos. the Redwoods. Um, no, they're not Bohos yet. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you can call them bohos. Bohos came later. Oh, okay. That was that was. These after. guys are actual bohemians, you know, because mm. they're artists and everything. Oh, okay. Seems. seems uh, right. They gathered in the redwoods, blah blah blah, for an evening uh, send-off party in Edward's honor. Freely flowing liquor and some Japanese lanterns put a glow on the festivities, <laughs> and the club members retired at a late hour to the modest comfort of blankets laid in the dense mat of redwood needles. So they, they actually roughed it, man. That's camping. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, uh, now we, they got cabins and all that mm -hmm. shit to go, go with, and they're putting lots of money into it, so it's, you know, it's, co it's accommodated real nicely, I'm sure. So it's got uh, electricity everywhere. Oh, ah, yeah, man. It's got all running that shit. Running water. You yeah. know, <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, where are we at on this? Uh, freely flowing. I said that already. The redwood needles. Yeah, that's right. This uh, this encamp this fe uh, this festive gathering was repeated the next year without Edwards and became the club's yearly encampment. By 1882, the members of the club camped together at various locations in both Marin and so uh, Sonoma County, including the present-day Moyer uh, Moyer Moyer mm -hmm. Moyer yeah. Woods Woods and a redwood grove. That one stood near Duncan Mill, several, blah, 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 blah. Gradually over the next decades, members of the club purchased land surrounding, just like I said, they, yeah, they purchased all the land around it, which mm -hmm. is now what we know as the Bohemian Grove there. Okay. And I was talking about membership earlier. Like, yeah, how, how would you become a member? How does one, who, who I mean, because you've got to know the right people. Now, I don't know when they started. It's very secretive club. It's like all the stuff you can really get um, comes from just a couple sources, mm -hmm. really, and they're, who knows how legitimate they are. Um, but... From what I know about how to become a member, you have to obviously be invited by somebody. Okay, so you have um, to be sponsored. But I also hear that there's a waiting list, you know, so it's like a decade long. And once you get on that, wow. you stay on. And then uh, after a few certain amount of years, I think Edgar uh, Hoover got his uh, his 40-year chip or something. You get <laughs> called like an old grove or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, wow. man. It's a whole club, but we don't know too much about it because it is a secretive club. You of know, course. it, it of has course. to be a secretive club. Mm -hmm. If we had a club and I said, you know, man, this is all this stuff's really cool in here. What we're doing in here is pretty fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's not invite anybody. You know, mum's mm -hmm. the word. You know, <laughs> the first rule of Bohemian Club is we do not talk about Bohemian Club here. Right. Are you a boho? Are you a homeho? Well, what, what would our different camps' names be? Well, they had uh, lots of names. You know the names. What are the names there? Uh, there was there was Hillbilly for one. Yeah, uh, that was where the the bushes were. Yeah, that was all the bushes. Uh, let's see. There was, oh, um, the Lost Boys. I think was one of them. Um, something about an owl. Owls is owls are a very common theme when uh, when dealing with the Bohemian Grove. Apparently, they have a forty foot stone owl yes. on the uh, premises. Well, we'll get to that yeah. in a little bit there. Mm, yeah. Well, the first meeting was much different than today. In the first 50 years of the club's existence, the Bohemian Grove was compara uh, comparatively accessible to outsiders. It was mostly artists, musicians, painters, writers, etc. Those bohos are surely dead. And throughout time, the demographics shifted, possibly because the artists felt as if their party got crashed. So now we're seeing lots of Republicans. Uh, you know, I need to stay on the got, mic a little more. Um, it got taken over pretty much. Yeah, and they're like, this is... This is this is shitty. You know what the fuck are we doing here? So they started uh, Burning Man. What do you think about that? They so they went and started Burning Man. All Instead, the artists. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, when did Burning Man originate? Do you know? I don't know. In the seventies or something. I mean, until then, you heard it here first on Emergency Exit that Burning Man is the old Bohemian Grove. It's the new Bohemian Grove. Or the new. Yeah. And then once the. You but know, if it's the original members, wouldn't it just be the old? Or? Nah, whatever. I don't know. It's just a funny thing. <laughs> uh, in the 1930s, as the club gained influence and its redwoods provided a haven for Republican presidents, it grew quite secretive about its rituals and its membership. So, you know, like I said, it's hard to fucking figure out what's going on there. Whew. Man, that's that's a lot. Um, Now, what, didn't last month, didn't they have uh, the Bilderberg Group? Bilderberg Group. And a lot of people call this uh, Bilderberg West. Bilderberg West. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 2.0. 2.0 okay. or just, yeah, Bilderberg West. They don't want to say much about it. Uh, or, you know, the, I used to say, what if they do all their business, dirty work at at the Bilderberg Group mm -hmm. meeting, and then they go to Bohemian Grove uh, the month later and party party that, out with them. That's like their summer deals. vacation. Yeah. Okay. And then they do some Yeah, because they're there for like two things. and a half weeks, you know. <clears throat> so what's first on the agenda here, man? What happens? So... We know nothing because we are not members and we've never been there. And if we were members, I'm sure as hell telling you we would not make a fucking episode on the <laughs> Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Uh, but there have been a, a few stowaways that got into the Grove, mm -hmm. you know, and they all elaborate a, a special ceremony that goes on there. And what is what might that be? Oh, let me tell you, Len. Hey, well, ABC back in 1981 released a report on the Bohemian Grove by reporter Steve Shepard. It reveals, uh, reveals some bizarre happenings at the Grove. Uh, G. William Dumhoff, a sociology professor, is interviewed. Uh, he says a lot of things about it there. Uh, he claims that it's just a bunch of men reliving summer camp. Mm. The report makes one mention of a mission makes one mention of a kickoff ceremony called the cremation of care. And this is where we're going to get into the stuff. This is why it gets uh, it's 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 weird. 
So it's it's the ceremony, like the the act itself of getting together in the woods and doing whatever. That's that's no big deal, but it's this it's pretty much this ritual or this set of rituals that they do that should be kind of raising a red flag or not maybe not even a red flag, but just questionable acts. Yeah, man. Um, it's questionable because it seems it's. Let me get let, let's get into exactly okay. what we have here now. Eight years later, after that ABC in 1989, that ABC report, mind you, um, a writer from Spy Magazine allegedly spent a few days in the encampment. He got he snuck his he ass got in, in and he lived to write about it. Now that's a pretty long mm. article, and uh, this comes from Spy Magazine, November 1989, <laughs> pages 59 through uh, 76. Them's was the good years. Them's the good years. I remember 1989. Uh, Philip Weiss was the man who wrote this article. Now this is going down. This is about a you know quarter down, uh, and he talks about the cremation of care. So here we go. One reason for the Bohemian Club's poor public relations is the name it gave to the yearly opening ceremony, the cremation of care. The cremation is intended to put the busy men of the club at ease and banish the stress of the outside world, but it okay. arises critics, uh, arouses critics of the encampment because they interpret it to mean that Bohemians literally don't care about the outside world. Cremation of care, they fear, means the death of caring. They okay. literally call it the cremation of care. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, I, can, I can get behind why they would think that, but it also makes sense that they're they're all these high tier business business like uh, politicians and if they are really truly there for a summer getaway that they're going to want to kind of relieve their shoulders of their heavy burden that they have in their day-to-day life right yeah so it may not, i i that's not very too questionable there yeah absolutely you know and he spent some time in there and he wrote about it and you get you, you read about it there get check out the spy magazine article uh, we're going to continue more with this. Check this out. Now, he gets more into detail about the Grove and what goes on there. Here we go. A little bit of airy music. The cremation took place. The crema- cremation. The cremation took place at the man-made lake. That is the center of a lot of Grove social activity. At 9.15 p.m., a procession of priests carrying the crypt of Mr. Dole Care, came out of the trees on the east side, just along the Grove's chief thoroughfare, River Road. They wore bright red, blue, and orange hooded robes that might have been designed for the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> by Mirigmiko. When they reached the water, they extinguished their torches. At some point, the Hamadryads or the tree spirits and other pre and another priest who appeared at the base of the lake they sang songs about care they told of how a man's heart is divided between reality and fantasy how it is necessary to escape to another world of fellowship among men vaguely homosexual undertones suffuse this uh, spectacle as they do much of ritualized life in the grove the main priest wore a pink and green satin costume while a hamadryad appeared before a redwood in a gold spangled bodysuit dripping with rhinestones. It's pretty descriptive there, man. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They spoke of fairy ungunnets, 
ungunits, ungunits, that would free men to pursue warm fellowship. And I was reminded of something. Herman Woke wrote about the Grove, men can decently love each other. They always have, but women never quite understand. Then the crypt of care was pulled slowly down the lake by a black robe figure in a black gondola accompanied by a great deal of special effects smoke yeah. just as the priest set out to torch the crypt a red light appeared high in the redwood and large speakers in the forest amplified the crackling voice of care fools when will ye learn that me ye cannot slay year after year Ye burn me in this grove, but when again ye turn your feet against the marketplace, I am not waiting for you as of old. With that cat spat, care spat upon the fire, extinguishing them. The fire goes out. The priests turn in desperation to the owl. Oh thou, great symbol of all mortal wisdom, Owl of Bohemia, grant us thy counsel! Every year, there are new wrinkles in the cremation ceremony. The big improvement this year was to project a sort of hologram onto the owl's face so that its beak seemed to move. Also, it was Walter Cronkite talking. Cronkite camps in the uh, hillbillies along with uh, George W. and uh, George H.W. there. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, did you hear that? You hear that frog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Cronkite, as the owl, said that the only way care could be cremated was to use fire from the lamp of fellowship before him, an internal gas flame that burns day and night while the encampment is on. So, yeah, they have the eternal light. That's, that's, o- only... that's always in it. We'll, we'll get into the Alex um, Jones stuff here in just a moment here. So they did it. Uh-huh. They went up in blazes. Around me, the men exploded in huzzas! Fireworks went off at Lakeside, and a brass band in peppermint striped jackets and straw boaters came out of the woods playing. There'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. (laughs) I'm afraid I don't know that song, but I might have to look that up after this. All right, so down with all fears, up with your cheers for his cares mocking is turning to sobbing and tears. So they burned they burned up the the care. That's how it goes. Wow. Doesn't that sound fucking wacky? That is that is insane. And how many people were on stage did it say? How many priests? Yeah, it was just a bun it was a bunch of people. Uh-huh. I, I don't know how much. Do you know how much? I think it was like you're fishing? I feel like it was like 60 or something yeah, like fi- that. Man, yeah, well there's a yeah. lot of people in robes mm-hmm. and we don't really know too much uh, uh this is like coming out of a magazine. Now, what is Spy Magazine? Have you ever heard of Spy Magazine? No. I thought... Spy I mean, versus just, Spy yeah, or something like, like that. Mad Magazine or something. I thought it was like all the spy tech gear and gadget. That's kind of what I thought. Let me then, give you a little bit of spy, uh, background on Spy Magazine. Okay, hit me. Okay, so Spy Magazine was a magazine from uh, 1986 to 1998. Okay. 
So this definitely falls like uh, it came out about three years after they started the magazine. Mm -hmm. So by co uh, combining satirical journalism with in-depth oh. reporting, Spy took a snarky, more irrelevant irre look at American life and gained notoriety as a magazine that no celebrity or politician was safe from. Taking jabs at George Bush, Donald Trump, and Bill Clinton, among many others, Spy was aggressive in its investigative reporting and was uh, able to tear down notable public figures. Founded by Kurt Anderson and E. Graydon uh, Carter from Harvard Lampoon and uh, Harvard Lampoon and Time, respectively, uh, the wits behind Spy gave it momentum and character before its ultimate demise in the late '90s. Hmm. So it's really hard to take this article seriously because it's admittedly satirical. Satirical, yeah. So you know, caution flag number one, right there. However, you know, the the transcript from the next intruder mm -hmm. that we know of, Alex Jones collaborates the cremation of care what we just said fools you know you think you can burn me whatever i was saying there so it, it collaborates it all the way down to the letter in his uh, mm -hmm. popular expose yeah. um which man i i'm i've been talking my fucking face off so here you uh you want to go at it dude yeah i got it you need this or that um, or the other uh, i'll take this i got i got it right here all and right I've so this, i'll give so you so here i'll give you some background and you can go. put the crickets back on it was the frogs. It was all about the frogs. <clears throat> In July of 2000, talk show host Alex Jones and cameraman Mike Hansen stumbled upon the grove and allegedly filmed the ritual known as the cremation of care. He was able to sneak past heavy security and video cameras mounted in the trees and got close enough to witness this act. According to Jones, him and his cameraman found an open spot in the barbed wire fence that surrounds the 2,700-acre campground. They make their way through what he calls a moat, an area that had recently been dug out and flooded, perhaps an additional layer of security? Possibly, possibly, possibly. Mm -hmm. Maybe they knew he was coming. <laughs> they were able to cross by climbing on and over rocks and tree limbs. Once they got over the large water hazard, they proceeded to climb the steep embankment. When they reached the top, they were able to see the employee parking lot. Just the employee parking lot. Yeah, and I watched mm -hmm. this video, and I did see them. I did see them in the in the parking lot there. So um, continue. Don't worry about that. Keep that going. Go. Go ahead. Oh. After sneaking through the lot, <laughs> they stumbled upon the actual member parking lot. And I'm sure the uh, the cars kind of gave them a big hint, you know, the type of cars that were there. Well, I saw that video. Staff I saw the video, and there was uh, there was just normal cars. I saw trucks there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then they got picked up. Oh okay. By by a truck. That, by a big like kind of box truck kind of thing. A big old correct? box truck that you can get into the back like a hay mm -hmm. truck almost. It was kind <laughs> gray and black. Yep. And it bared the owl, mm, oh. and it said had the letters B and C on each side of the yeah. owl. Bohemian Club. What do you know? Mm, all what right. What do you know? Uh, From this point, they were able to hop on the truck that was shuttling members to the lot and the actual campground. He reports they were given questionable looks, but soon after they got in the truck, and two older gentlemen got on while they made small talk. It was enough to fool the security forces into thinking Jones and Hansen were guests of the other two men. Yeah, so it's pretty brilliant. You know, they hop on, 
And the whole time they got this little fanny pack or something. It's hard to, they don't know what kind of camera they have, but it's like a fanny pack that's strapped to the side of this guy. Okay. Is that is that how they got all the video was through the, the fanny pack cam? Yeah, yeah. The fanny totally. cam? The fanny cam. <laughs> you got the fanny cam. Yeah, yeah. From there, they had a few close calls. But thankfully, they were informed of the basic houses of the Bohemian Club. When Jones was confronted by someone wearing a Sonoma County Sheriff's uniform asking a very oddly phrased question. Were you here in 1913? Are you one of the old ones? Now at that time, Alex Jones was 27 years old. This guy was obviously speaking in a code. But Jones kept his cool and replied, You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You piece of shit. You fucking goddamn fucker. <laughs> I don't think we would have the video if, if he actually oh, said that. No, but, that's right. But he was like, yeah, I'm with the hillbillies. That's right. The hillbillies, of course, as we discussed earlier, being one of the many camps. This one uh, contains all the bushes and other members of banking the and Texans. government. Boy, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them good old country boys. Yeah. You know. Uh... But however, this was curiously not recorded. Yeah, so hmm. he says all this stuff that I got away with talking with the with the security and they believed me. Yeah. You know, they said that they, oh, they made, I believe this whole thing might have been fabricated, but who knows, man. It could have been because he does uh, make mention in his transcript that I have here, the very detailed one, that they had to stop several times to actually change the tapes. Um, yeah. I'm sure everything wasn't hour, quite digital. One yeah. hour digital tapes. So maybe... You know, some of these that happened after they had already run out of tape and they were in between. You know, he can't rule it out, but it is but kind of very it convenient. Happened, it happened three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so they should have been times. running. Yeah, I, I got you. It just it does sound kind of convenient. Or maybe it just didn't happen anything like, like that. I don't know, or man. Either way. Uh, maybe he was let into the Grove. He was let in? Yeah, like like they, they allowed him or he was sponsored? Like he was invited Oh, who who would invite Alex Jones? Maybe he's one of the elite, dude. He could be. I oh, mean, he could be a show. God damn it! Fucking blew it all up. But he gets he gets very <laughs> he gets very red when you accuse him of being like a paid Russian or a paid CIA counterintelligence guy. Yeah. He gets very. How like does Alex how does he... Jones is a Russian? You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. All right, take it easy, dude. <laughs> all right, man, we're gonna make him mad. All right. All right so man. there were a few places when they were shuffling from place to place. And they stood out because everybody at Bohemian Grove, they're, they, they're relaxed. You know, it's like you're at a, you know, you're on a, on a cruise or yeah, whatever, as, not as, a care in the world. Yeah, as security, you, who knows, you're, you're they're looking around, you see a bunch of old guys, you see this guy, just not, he's not standing out like a sore thumb or anything. Mm-hmm. But he's just moving a lot quicker through people. It just kind of looks suspicious, he I guess. He happens to know a, a name of a camp there, mm-hmm. you know. And he's got the Texas accent, so you got that working for him. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that works. So he just he kind of talks the talk and blends in. But uh, just the things that you know, security forces and other members would say if they, you know, kind of look like you're in a little bit of a hurry, they would say repeatedly, "Take it easy, don't stress yourself out, and enjoy yourself," or "Trouble yourselves not. Take it easy. The cares of the world are off your shoulders, and you're not supposed to walk that fast either." Okay, so you can go ahead and pull that for now there. So from there on, we, we just get to see the cremation of care. Um, you're going to play that there, play that cremation of care. Yeah. Um, just have it in the background. So it, it's a pretty dark and rustic uh, recording. Now, 
he says that uh, there, there's these speakers that were pr making that frog noise. It might be possible that there are frogs there. It is um, right by, a, yeah. right through a lake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a body of water between where the audience is and the stage. It's the Russian River, actually. The, through the Russian River. Yeah. Yeah, man. The big gong is never Go good at rituals. <laughs> All right, so... Um, you know, let's not focus on the ceremony too much. It's possible that this play just became a tradition. So, uh, in his paper, A Relative Advantage, Sociology of the San Francisco Bohemian Club by Dr. Peter Mar uh, Martin Phillips writes. Now, this is a really interesting report. If you read this, um, you know, we'll get that down a little bit. When If you read this, it, it goes over so much stuff and it says thank you to the Bohemian club members that uh, helped with the statistics or statistics in this thing mm -hmm. uh, uh, membership I mean it's about 88 pages or something but I, re I really recommend that you read a relative advantage and all our all our um, sources for everything that we talked about here are going to be posted right in the description of our uh, of our thing there so uh, like I said Dr. Martin uh, Peter Martin Phillips with three first names here we go this owl shrine was built in 1929 to serve as a ceremonial site for traditional Bohemian rituals and is used yearly for the cremation of care ceremony. 1910 marked the first ceremonial burial of the cares of the world during the midsummer encampment. And by 1913, care was being cremated during the first weekend of the grove coming from the annals of the Bohemian Grove in 1972. Because he's got a lot of sources. This is for uh, a doctorate, actually. Um, this was his report to become a doctorate. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Maybe a thesis, a, maybe? Maybe. maybe or is, yeah, just a doctoral review. Yeah. Doctoral something. This uh, ceremony has been rewritten on several occasions, but the theme is still the same. Okay. So so numerous revisions, but it's all Yeah, cut that the there. So, you know, it's 107 years old this year. So maybe this tradition is just that. Maybe it's a mock human sacrifice or a way of inviting men to let their hair down, uh, let down their hair and to burn away their care. Uh, that doesn't sound weird at all. Right? Mm. Let yeah. down your hair and burn, burn away, away your care. care. Boy, I tell you what. That'd make it, you throw something in there about mama and whiskey. That's a train. <laughs> you got it going on. All right, so let's... You know, there's lots of people that want to know what goes on there. Yeah. That's as far as we know. I mean, that's a lot of powerful people there. Uh, that's the most there's a lot of powerful people there the, all the powerful people are there um, except for women apparently but yeah um, there's no women allowed there uh, as members um, you can I guess work there during the day but by 10 o'clock you got to go yeah they, there was a big lawsuit in the I feel like it was 83 or 84 that because they didn't hire any women they went all the way to the Supreme Court yeah uh, and they and then they finally allowed them to serve food at at one of the cafeterias. I don't even know if that's even true or not. But really, yeah, it just sounded weird, don't you think? I mean, yeah, but who it are they was, suing? It was the, the Bohemian 80s. Club? I, well, they have all the money in the world. Bohemian Club, they can mm -hmm. pay off anybody. So yeah, like, oh fuck it. <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of people that want to know what goes on there. You know, I definitely want to know. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone who you might call a hero. Mr. Mark Dice himself. We're going to roll the <laughs> dice again. All right. Um, he wants to know what goes on there. And he asks Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, he goes all on their respective talk shows. And uh, he wants to know about the Grove. you got to respect this guy's tenacity. We've played these clips over and over, but they always bear fucking repeating. You know, let's go ahead. Uh, I used to have a theme song for it, but 
why don't we just go ahead and uh, roll the dice? That's right. John in San Diego, you're next on the EIB Network. Hello. Since I have you on the line, Rush, have you seen the video of the Bohemian Grove ceremony that Alex Jones produced that's on Google Video? Uh, no, been Google invited video. to Bohemian Grove, but I've never, I've never been there. And I've not, I've not seen the video. Now, at first he plays dumb, but then when I press him again, you can see he gets quite aggravated and then goes on a rant showing that he does know all about the Bohemian Grove. Courtesy of Do you know about the uh, activities within the Grove? Can you talk about that? No, because I don't, I've never been there. All, I, all somebody... I know, oh, look, at, here's, all I know is that it's a bunch of elitists and power brokers who conduct secret meetings to take over the world, and they run around nude. It's all men. No women are allowed. <laughs> and they run around, and they, you, can, you can find them going to That's bathroom on the side of trees and so goes. forth. And they have people come out and make speeches to them and all that. Um, and I know it was started by um, uh, members of the San Francisco Symphony way, way, way back who were shunned from San Francisco society. So they formed their own little club there. Um, up uh, up in Northern California. Or is that the story you're uh, supposed to say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've... Where do you where do you find these people? <laughs> is that to his producer? Have you ever heard of the Bohemian Grove? Oh, you haven't. He's he believes the Bohemian Grove is the CFR in the woods. The Bohemian Grove was started by members know. of the San Francisco um, Symphony or some orchestra way, way back, many, many, many years ago, shunned by San Francisco society. They have camps. It goes on for three or four weeks up in the Russian River area of Northern California. Uh, and there are members from all Council over the world, relations. and they can take guests. There are people that come out and speak to them. It's rustic living. Uh, it's, it's great food. It's great, it's great cooking. But, but, but people believe that it is nothing more than a secret meeting of world conspiracists who are <laughs> over the world's money supply and, uh, and all these uh, other things. Uh, I've been I've been asked to speak at the Bohemian Grove, and I'll guarantee you this. Uh, or who? No, who was the who was the who did he hung up? Who was this guy's name? John, is that what? Uh, John John in San Diego. John, I guarantee you, if the Bohemian Grove is what you think it is, I would never have been invited there uh, as many times. Nor would I have been invited to go out and make. Some of my best golf buddies are members of the place, and they go out there and do it. It's just a social thing. It's just a pure social thing and they do bring in uh, entertainment and speakers uh, and it's uh, it's it's rustic rustic living out on the Russian river and everybody has these fearful conspiracies and theories uh, about it uh, San Diego KFMB John on the Sean Hannity show Sean hey, Hannity turn here we go Bohemian Grove have you been there do you know about I'm it I'm very aware of it I've been invited I've never gone do you know about the mock human sacrifice ritual? Right, See, I think he could get further if he didn't mention the, the right, mock human sacrifice right away. Just talk about, about how you word John it. San Diego, KFMB. Hey, John, how are it's you? It's on again, same name. Let's talk about the Bohemian <laughs> Grove and the kickoff of their summer festival John Cube in July, is his name. which is a mock human sacrifice, Sean. You're Straight out of your it. mind. You're a sicko. Where's Mark Levin when I need him? Get off the phone, you big dope. Get off the phone, KFMB San Diego, John next, Sean Hannity Show. John, how are you?
Good. Instead of hurling in, no, no, leave him up. Don't hang up on the issue instead of tenacity. Just keeps calling and getting into a, a kook. national a talk radio show. Yeah, you are a, you over are and over. I can't even get into win radio, win tickets at the radio station. How how is this guy getting through? It's probably easier to get on the Sean Hannity. Have you looked up what happens in the Bohemian Grove? I have no idea. By the way, folks, he calls literally day and night, 24-7, and that's all he talks about. Come and he on. runs to his website, <laughs> puts the information, Hannity did, wouldn't deal with the Bohemian Grove again. Bohemian. He's a nut. He's a nut. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to John in San Diego. What's going on, John? He's a nut. Can you address the Bohemian Grove Club private presidential? Uh, you know, these guys in San Diego... It's just, it's too nice. The weather's too nice. Well, that time he just said Bohemian Grove and got cut off. I used to have a house in San Diego. Right. Not everybody. But you go out to the beach and you, you know, do all that. And then some kind of substance gets in your mind. Uh -huh. And then John just demonstrated, like, can, can I address the Bohemian whatever? Whatever. You know. John, San Diego. What's oh, here on, goes John? Bill O'Reilly here. How do you feel about the private presidential resort, the Bohemian Grove, having... All right, I don't know what you're talking about. Cuts him off right away. I don't care. Didn't even mention <laughs> oh, Mockingbird wow. Sacrifice. You know, yeah. you get the Kool-Aid crew, um, the Bohemian Grove. All right. Um, let's go to San Diego, John. It's going to be John. What's going on, John? <laughs> if this is a no-spin zone, um, why are you... Later, John. <laughs> San Diego, California. John's in the no spin zone. Go. Many people are aware <laughs> that President Bush is a member of the Skull and Bones Secret Society and dismiss the rituals as juvenile fraternity uh, pranksters and fun. But what about when they. All right, John. I mean, come on. He couldn't uh, have given him a chance to the ask way, the question. Here comes another one. 888-727-BECK. Let's go to uh, San Diego. Welcome to the San Diego. I was wondering if you've read the book, The Resistance Manifesto. I know that you're a big fan of the Bohemian Grove, and I thought you could expand on the Yeah, he's got to get it out right away because obviously he has the different question to get on. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the call, the, the call screener was all like. If you would have asked the, my yeah. phone screener that question. Mm -hmm. Don't lie to my phone screener. We take you off the air immediately and uh, won't deal with you. You might have just gotten that whole show that we were going to do on that topic. Oh, really? Take it out mm, of line. Yeah. I might not do it now. Oh, okay. Because you piss me off. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> there he is. There it is rolling the dice there. And I'll tell you one thing. I might not do it now because <laughs> you piss me off. He's Don't a nut. Do that. He's a nut. So... You know, Alex Jones is in on this action. We've been talking about Alex Jones because he's our, he's our hero here. Yeah. I'll tell you what, him and Mar Mark Dice, Mark's not, not that much of a hero. <laughs> but uh, I like what he's doing when he talks about Bohemian Grove mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. But Certain things they're really passionate on. Yeah, when he talks about liberals and shit. I mean, some of the stuff he's right about, but, you know, come on. You sound like a white supremacist sometimes when you don't say, when you say black lives don't matter. You just sounds bad. So Alex Jones confronts David Gergen. Who? He's a former presidential advisor who served during the administrations of Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, uh, Ronald Reagan, and Bill Clinton. Check this out. One last question. I read a Washington Times article many years ago where you had a comment about the organization, and then now it's been in the Wall Street Journal, it's been in a lot of different newspapers, and that's the Bohemian Grove. And back in, what was it, 1996 when you joined uh, as a Clinton advisor, they were the Republicans were criticizing you, oh, what about Bohemian Grove, and then you countered them uh, 
And then you countered them by saying, hey, I don't run around in the woods naked. What did that mean? Here is the before-mentioned Washington Times article where he said, I didn't run around naked like they do. I didn't run around naked. I, I, don't, I, don't, know what, I don't know what quote you're referring to. I'm not aware of any quote like that. Uh, listen, uh, I am a, a, a happy member of the Bohemian Grove. I like the, the folks who come there. And uh, it's really inappropriate for me to uh, talk about a, uh, uh, the group beyond Anyway, that. how is your sex life? Have you been there for the ceremony with uh, the cremation of care? Uh, frankly, that's, uh, that, uh, I don't think that's something I need to talk to you about. Ooh. Really? That's right. Well, I'm Alex Jones, and I snuck in there in 2000. I'm the guy that blew it wide <laughs> open and got the video. It's been on national TV. Well, I disrespect you for that. You do? I do. But it's a lot of big public officials going in there. You don't we deserve to know? You, you took an under I don't know anything about you, and I don't know anything about your film. But if you go in there with an understanding, you violated that understanding by releasing that film, and I don't respect you for that. Really? But you we have public you, I'm sorry. You took an understanding when you went in there that you would not do that film. And you did. Did you have an understanding when you went in there? No. Did you crash it? Yes. Yeah, and it has no trespassing signs there too, doesn't it? No, they put yes, them up after. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I've been there before. I know what I want the circumstances I'm are, and I'm sorry you uh, <laughs> violated the understandings. That was not. That was not a gentlemanly thing to do. But what about the ritual? Is the ritual gentlemanly? Showing a clip. This is from. Uh, Inside the Bohemian Grove sorry, by Alex Jones. I, I, I don't owe you this comment. I know, I appreciate you, you, you have, you, this is what's called ambush journalism, and I disrespect you for that as well. So thank you, you and goodbye. Have you ever been the ritual? That's none of your damn business. Oh. Wow. Listen, listen. You go around and, and make understandings with people and violate them. You, you ambush people on the streets, and that's, that's an inappropriate form of journalism. If you wish to practice that, that's fine, but don't ask others to respect you for it. If you, want to, you, you can do it. You're free American like anything you want. If you want to be uncivil and rude and ungentlemanly, that's up to you. But don't expect the rest well, of us to say, oh, well, you're there, Mr. Gergen. I'm sorry. Nobody says policy in there. We try to be gentlemen, and obviously you don't belong there. Weaving spiders come out here? <laughs> yeah, that is a three-pointer. Woo! <laughs> Boy, I hit the hot button. Mr. Gergen, have a wonderful life. Did he just Say turn and walk away? For me. Turned and walked Turned away. TV, wow. And I'll see you at Eyes Wide Shut, baby. Bye-bye. At Eyes Wide Shut. What really goes on here, man? They just, they, they want to know so bad. Mm -hmm. I want to know so freaking bad. But that's the big mystery. Are we, are we entitled to an explanation? As no. Americans, right. no, we're not. It's I mean, a so secret fucking club, you know. Uh, what goes on in the magicians' club? Yeah. What do you think goes on in the magicians' club? Stays in the magicians. No. Club? Well, what do you think happens in a magicians' club? Oh man, I, don't, I bet y'all get freaky. Well, what do you? Uh, come on, what do you actually think? <laughs> Making happens? body parts disappear. I mean, I, I we I, do magic in a, in a magic okay. in a you know. Uh, what about uh, a business? You conduct business. business. Club. Yeah. Yeah. And Bohemian Grove, you get business bankers, politicians. What do they do for fun? Yeah. And there you go. You have yeah. that. You go to a uh, a bikers club. What do they? What do you usually do there? Bike and drink. That's right. Tell you what. A little yeah, bit drinking. of cocaine every now drinking and then. Drink always happens in club. Club <laughs> means drink in German, I think. Really? Okay. So it is said that the first discussions of the A bomb had happened there on the campgrounds. Of course, we know the motto: "Weaving spiders come not here." But how can we believe that the campers are not "quote unquote" weaving? Weaving. Why are you saying it that way? <laughs> uh, Richard Nixon. My favorite fucking thing that he says on here. I'm going to pull this sucker up there. But he's got something to say. But he also, first, firstly, he he says in his memoirs that this is the first milestone to his presidency. 
Well, well that this this made his presidency. Is, well, is that, that correct? That famous speech, I guess we don't know about it yet, but it wasn't. He he says that the famous speech that happened on Lake the Lakeside of uh, the Bohemian Club uh, was the first. He didn't. I'm just saying, doing his voice was the first milestone <laughs> to my presidency. He said. Okay. Um, but why would uh, Richard Nixon say such a thing like this? So yeah, he says it's the <laughs> most the uh, the the faggiest thing you can imagine or whatever going on there. Okay. So why so, would he say that? I mean, then he obviously knew something something weird, something faggy was going on. Next week, we will dive <laughs> deeper into the mystery of the Grove. Did you know that Walt Disney uh, went to the Grove? I did not. We're gonna talk about that a little. Did bit you next know week. Hunter S. Thompson went? Did he? Or he was at least invited. I'm sure he was invited, um, but he I don't was already, know if for sure if he, he was went. ready too high to attend. <laughs> also, former employees of the Grove speak out, and we learn about the speculations involving a sex worker and his diary. Oh. Next week on Emergency Exit. Yes, yes it is. All right, you guys. That was our, uh, you know, our first part of the two-parter of Bohemian Grove. A uh, full list of our sources will be in the description of the podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit, though, albeit a short one. Hope it was jam-packed full of information because next week is going to be uh, much more fun, I'm, supp- I'm guessing, because we had to really give you the base of what goes on there, who goes there, so that we can not have to describe ourselves uh, too much in the next one and just go into speculation oh, yeah. and go into Paul Benassi, which oh, yeah. is what we're, we're going to have some about. fun with the next um, one. Talk about some of those uh, employees uh, that have come out and said things. Uh, OC Weekly's got a, got one. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbelievable Podcast has an exclusive one that we'll talk about pr- probably briefly. Walt Disney, of course. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you guys, you know, uh, we we love you. Don't you don't you just love the audience, bro? Oh yes, yes, definitely. They are the best. We uh we had a few come out and see us uh, at our live show. Yes, uh, thank you guys for coming out. If you came out to the live show, um, you know there are some new new people that are listening now mm-hmm. because of it. So we're gonna try to get into some more of these uh, places there. Uh, I gotta turn that down a little bit there before it gets too fucking oh, loud. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's a race. It's a race. There we go. Yeah. You know that that means that is the end of our show. Mm-hmm. That is it. Make sure to check us out on iTunes. Give us a rating on iTunes, please. Five stars would be preferred. We've been streaming live on Facebook. And we'll stream live anywhere, anytime, if we have the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us uh, an email. EmergencyExitPodcast at gmail.com. Um... We'll also pretty soon we'll be having emergencyexitpodcast.com coming up. Yeah, actually we we currently have it. There's we just nothing it. there. We own it, but yes. there's nothing there. We got to build yeah. a site. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're also on Twitter. E M E X Pod. E M E X P O D. That is correct. Anything else to add, dude? That's it, man. Uh, we're trying to get a couple more live shows coming in. Try and get uh, get out there and listen to everybody or get in front of people. If you have a get venue, please let us know. Yeah. You know. Uh, give us a call if you have a venue and you want us to do the show there. So, for 
Brennan, I'm Los. That's, That's right. right.